There are two wolves inside you. One is James Acaster interviewing Richard Iowati. The other is Richard Iowati threatening James Acaster with two handfuls of eggs. Welcome to GeekCast Live. It's a trap! Welcome to episode 363 of the GeekCast Live podcast. I'm your host, GCR, and with me, as always, Rob Bass. And no one else that you normally... Joe's not here. Except... Nick's not here. So we brought in a ringer. Our guest, yeah. And and not that Johnny Knoxville piece of shit ringer either. This is the real deal. This is uh, the one, the only, uh, Kevin Guti. Hey boys hello hello how are you buddy i'm doing how are you doing Excellent. you know it's it's good i got uh um the edibles haven't kicked in yet but we'll see what happens give it time um the kids have uh went to bed already now that you're popping edibles <laughs> yeah the kids the kids are in bed kids are in bed for sure that's a rule in my house kids have to be in bed uh, but I have found my my new love. I found um, uh, peach flavor peace tea. Mm-hmm. It's really treating me well. Interesting. How are you? Is, it, gonna, an uh, is it an enema? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I always take my peach tea uh, in my ass. It's a mm-hmm. old family secret. Yeah, I was going to say, if you can boof vodka, you can boof fucking peach tea. That's, uh, that's that is very track. true. They've said that for years. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who they are, but those they've said it for years. The Russians, presumably. Uh, how do you how do you spell boof? B O O F. B O O F. Yeah. Is it B O O F? It's that simple. Yeah. That I mean, I'd be glad to Google that when we do this, but uh, yeah, confident in that. If not, I'm going to call the OEB right now and tell them to fucking get on their shit. That's not a, <laughs> that's not like a it's not one of those like O-U-G-H's make the F sound. Nope, nope. Uh, I'm right. To... It's uh, I'm right. It's B-O-O-F. Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. <laughs> on the only that's source nice. that matters, Urban Dictionary. And, and the definition is funny. Boofing is is to refer to the act of putting alcohol or psychoactive drugs like cocaine or ecstasy in your rectum, otherwise known as butt chugging or mm-hmm. plugging or alcohol enemas. You may ask, but what? Why would you do that? Waka waka waka. <laughs> <laughs> there was a guy. There used to be uh, this radio show in Chicago where they would do the. Um, Judy, I see what you did, you son of a bitch. <laughs> what I do? Judy, you said. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they did like the Darwin Awards. So they would always go through and talk about like ways people had died. And okay. one guy had went to he was he was on a business trip. I don't know if you could hear my air quotes, but it he left his, like- he left his wife and kids at home. 
So he wait, checked wait, 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 wait. Without telling me where, let me guess. He went to Thailand. He mm. did not go to Thailand. No, he went to like the most Vegas? Sick, a town oh. over. Oh. He didn't go far. He um he put uh he was uh boofing wine mm-hmm. in his ass. Mm-hmm. And he got really drunk mm-hmm. and really uh, dead and passed out in the bathtub and died. Yeah. yeah. That'll happen. It sounds yeah. like the retarded uh, leaving Las Vegas to me. He filmed it all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except there was no Elizabeth Shue to suck Jack Daniels off her tits. <laughs> and, and that's the only way I do it. Is if Liz Shue is there. I thought she looked better in The Boys than she Can has. I, uh, I, I want to echo that sentiment fivefold. She had like weird baby fat looks to her in Karate Kid. <laughs> Uh, when we did our live show for that, I'm like, God damn, like she, she did it differently. She did it way differently. She went and she looks better as an older woman, woman, excuse me. I mean, leaving Las Vegas, she looks great, but my God, the boys, I'm like, Whoa, like she's in her mid late fifties. And she's she's a goddamn smoke show in her prime. Right. She's really leaning into it. And I was very happy for her. Yeah. I don't know. The rest of the old bags out there. <laughs> <laughs> like who is a who who was in uh uh who was the female lead in Top Gun? What was her name? Kelly LeBrock? Is that who that was? Yeah, no, no, no. Kelly McGillis. Kelly LeBrock. Kelly McGillis. Is weird science, that piece of shit film. <laughs> well, so that's I'm glad you uh, so you're a movie guy. You're a movie buff. You act your podcast. Tell us tell Rob, because he might not be yeah, tell, tell about, about your podcast. Is, yeah. Well, Rob, welcome to the hole you're about to climb out of. My name is uh, <laughs> <laughs> my name is Kevin Goatee. I am the creator and host of Gutting the Sacred Cow, which is a movie podcast unlike any other. Why? We invite our guests to pick a film that they find overrated or hate and try and convince us to see their argument. Now, here's the twist. The film has to meet one of these criteria. Are they beloved, critically acclaimed? Or a financial success. So no dunking on Friday the 13th, part eight. We all know it's a piece of shit. Sure. Right. So, and other people are like, well, let's try. And and then my last day or two of emails, I I text my co-host, Kevin Israel. People want to do these films that no one gives a shit about. Like, oh, I'm going to go take apart the English patient. I go, no one's talked about the (laughs) English patient since it won an award. Not even an hour or two ago, Ryan. I had someone go, "Uh, I'm going to try and take down three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. No one fucking cares about that. The goal is for you to look at your phone or your device or whatever and go, oh, that son of a bitch has the balls to try and say that. For example, this week's episode is Taken. Taken sucks. Fuck them. <laughs> That's our goal. And we had people come on, and sometimes they go, yeah, this film's a piece of shit, and they give us a great argument. And sometimes you go, yeah, you're right. Or the film guts itself. Or, no, you're a fucking asshole. This film is still amazing. Eat shit and die. So, well, so, so what? give me an example of somebody who came on strong thinking that they were going to sway you. And at the end of it, you basically said, no, you're just a fucking idiot. The movie's fine. Oh, my <laughs> God. Where do I start? Let me I was going to say, I, Toy Story was one of those, correct? Toy Story, easily. E.T., easily. Point Break, easily. Great movie. Um, oh, I, was, I was about to say one that we, we haven't That's released. That's the surfer yet. one, right? I didn't say it. It's, 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 it's like a, wow. Um, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Star Wars, Batman Begins. People thought they were going to re- come in here. Pulp Fiction. People mm. thought they were going to come in here and do a fucking Mexican hat. People really do that. have gall. 
Yeah. And then that's, that's again, that's the deal. That's the difference because we want like people that. to have balls to come in and shit on these films. In fact, Kevin Israel and I did something, we're going to do it again, where we decide to flip seats where one of us will sit in the, we call it the gutters chair. And mm -hmm. we took a film that we fucking hate and we go and we do it. And then we invite a guest host. Usually it's our buddy, Bill Schultz, who's on the morning show on compound media, which is Anthony Cumia's network. Um, and he sits in Bill's great. I love Bill. And uh, Kevin Israel hates the shining so much. And I hate it. I, <laughs> and he's right. It is overrated. And I did a Christmas story because that film is a goddamn abortion. I'll fight anyone who thinks otherwise. Fucking <laughs> shit. So we'll, we'll, we'll pick a once a year, I think, or maybe twice, but yeah, once for sure, we'll take a film ourselves and we'll do it. But yeah. People have come in here going, yeah, we're going to knock this, the dick out of this. Nope. Um, Die Hard has been attempted. If you believe that one, that's another favorite one. Don Jameson from that metal show. He's, he's a fucking, I love that guy. He's great. And uh, he'll be back on soon. And I'm actually doing his show next week. But yeah, he, he, he doesn't like Die Hard. No, no. No, <laughs> I'm surprised, man. He, but he had, listen, he had some good points. He's like, listen, this is bullshit beyond the, you know, beyond the, let's suspend this belief. He had a few, he may listen, he made some good points, but Die Hard is a goddamn classic. Let's just spoil alert well, folks. Die Hard actually. Cause another thing that you and Kevin Israel do, you're, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Better half, better, more Jewish half. How about all Jewish half? That's I'm not. <laughs> well, yeah, any any Jewish would be more Jewish though. Um, uh, you guys, do my one of my favorite things you do, and you I, it, you do it on Facebook all the time, is like um, things that piss you off because they don't happen. Oh, you mean you have been referring to our that doesn't happen segment? That doesn't happen. Right yes, <laughs> I was thinking about that, and today, and it's funny you brought up Die Hard because. One of the things that pisses me off, a thing that doesn't happen is um, like I'm looking at I'm looking at some air ducts in my house right now. You can't crawl through those. Oh, no. The commercial no. size one in office buildings. I don't I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I, it's iconic, right? Come to the coast. Have a few laughs. That's yeah. that scene. But come on. Come on. We're not crawling through those fucking things. I, I don't feel even like think industrial ones were crawling, and they're not clean. We no, no, they are not clean. clean. I mean, That's for I mean, sure. But there have been a lot of other films that have done that, and I'm just blanking on. They've climbed through the the, 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 the fan. Yeah, aliens, but just right? because aliens it's a trope doesn't necessarily make it true. That being said, I do think that we should yeah. collectively take podcast money, see if we can convince some business somewhere to just let us into your air ducts, <laughs> and then we'll. <laughs> And then we can figure out for ourselves whether or not You're kind of like actually... like myth bust it in a way. Sure, yeah, and then we can, and then that's just content, baby. That's a uh, genius. Yeah, it is. I, I like that. I'm idea. looking. I'm I'm looking at. I have my DVD collection is in two different places in my house. I don't know why. Don't ask. I'm why? looking. <laughs> I knew you were gonna ask. Hi, how I, do you I, spread it out? Unless you have so many fuck. Like, how many do you have? Let me ask that first. I'll I bet one. I have. 400. I have around there, and, I, and guess what? I fit I'd all say, no, one probably plate. 400. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know why. I've got some in my old entertainment center that are down in my basement. I'm looking at them right now, and then the other half, the newer ones, are upstairs where, uh, you know, where I watch more TV, I guess. Maybe that's why. 
but I'm looking at them. I'm trying to think which one, if I were to take one of them, which one could I, which one would I bring to your show? And unfortunately, the only, the only one I can read is 310 to Yuma. But no one, care, no, no one cares about 310 to Yuma. I know. That's why. I the one. Hangover. Let's see. There's a hangover down here. You did the hangover. Eh. Slackers. Harold and Kumar. Mulholland Drive. See, no one cares about I Mulholland think, Drive. I think, you know, I think Harold and Kumar would qualify. I would. Yeah. Pull up. Yeah, I think it's it's beloved. What else would you think though? Mulholland Drive. No one gives a shit about that. No, that's what I said. No one gives a fuck about Mulholland Drive. Yeah. Uh, knocked up. Big Lebowski. Uh, you guys just did the Departed. Yeah, the, the Big Lebowski was done in this podcast. And you guys just did the Departed. Oh yeah. Yeah. In the Departed, you're right. The Jerk. Definitely beloved. Absolutely, that would qualify. Okay. I've got options. Is all I'm saying. Boy, I need. Uh-huh. I think. I think I need to. I need to sharpen up my LASIK. I can only read half these fucking things. Or the, whoever's in the marketing department needs to do a better job. Marketing department. <laughs> that's it. That's who's in charge of the. Yeah, but font, you hate right? the, you know, listen, but you don't hate yeah. the jerk. You don't hate any of those films. That's no, the I don't hate it. That you are correct. None of the I, all the films I listed, I I like. I own them. Because the so, last time I checked, you're not buying films that you fucking hate. <laughs> no, exactly. No, that's <laughs> I, what I, streaming I, and torrenting is for. Now, to be some of these movies, I I stole some of these movies, so they might have just been movies of opportunity. <laughs> okay. So, but um, and you throw them out? <laughs> I I don't. Yeah, I could just throw. I should. Uh, I should probably give them back to people I stole them from. You, you know, one of our. <laughs> I'm going to tie in two of our segments. That doesn't happen. And Amazon one star reviews. I love. The Amazon one star review section because people will either a use that as their soapbox or b say shit where you're like nope that doesn't happen and my favorite example <laughs> is this go watch a film and it's usually someone from the south because they'll always complain of the nasty language they go too many curse words hated it throughout the DVD after watching for five minutes ago nope you didn't throw it out you didn't throw it out uh-huh. first of all you ha- if you I don't believe anyone who says they, they only give a film five minutes that's fucking horseshit not for one second do I believe that it has to be a minimum of I would say 15 20 minutes before you can actually form an opinion go alright I'm done this sucks I watched I would generally agree with that I watched Pan in the theaters for, I want to say, 32 minutes. That's the only movie I can ever remember actually walking out of. I walked out of a few. I'm trying to remember. I walked out of Madagascar because I was going to get laid, and I walked out of, um, fuck, Thin <laughs> Red Line. It was just boring. That is a, that's a, that's, that's very, that movie's very slow. That was one of those Hollywood movies where it came out the same time as like Saving Private Ryan. Yep. It was like they were the two war movies that came out and one and one was really good and one was really slow with Nick Nolte in it. Yeah. Yeah, it was not it was not digging it and I walked out of that. I uh I should have walked out of Speed 2. I had free tickets to go see it. my girlfriend at the time I was like, "Let's go see a movie. I know you've got free tickets." I go, "I don't want to see this. This is going to stink." And um, she gave me oral gratification during the film, so it was bad, but it wasn't that bad. Well, it was, yeah, it was a bad It was marginal, yeah. A great movie experience. We could could have stayed home and done this. (laughs) We stayed home and done this. We didn't have to go out to get me a a BJ here. This is... Have you ever... Has anyone ever... Speaking of things that don't happen, has anyone ever done the Mickey Rourke 
popcorn bucket trick. Diner? No. In real in real life. No. I mean, that, that doesn't happen. No, yeah. I yeah, I I I don't think so. If cause like, have you ever uh this is very this is a strange example. You ever opened a Bud Light thinking it was a Bud Light, but then you took a swig and it was a Pepsi? That's nope, fucking because terrible. Because a big Bud Light, I have higher taste, so that's a no. Nope. That's that's fucking terrible. <laughs> it's the worst thing ever. If you reached into a popcorn bucket and there was a penis, that would freak you to fuck out, and you would not go back for more popcorn, whether you wanted the buttery penis or not. So that's why that doesn't happen. Yeah, I Fair. mean, I feel like that's just something that triggers something on an instinctual level, like seeing a snake or like confusing it with a cucumber or some shit. <laughs> that speaking of things that don't happen, I mean, no one's ever picked up a cucumber a and said, "Oh shit, it's a snake." Cats do that all the time. That's why cats freak the fuck out over cucumbers. Do they? Yeah. Have you never seen That's, videos? There, there are millions of videos of cats freaking the fuck out over cucumbers on the internet. This is this is a new this is a new thing for me. This is I didn't know even, that was a thing. This isn't even like burgeoning internet stuff. Like this is this is like pre-cat breeding. This is ancient internet. I don't spend much time on cats because cats are fucking garbage animals. How about that? Eh. <laughs> Dude, Al, you want to? As my friend, my friend and comic Terry McNeely said, cats are the Hillary Clinton of pets. Ah, they'll have you. They, like they will have service to cats. They will have you killed. Right. Yeah. Right. Grateful, yeah. uncharismatic. They're, they 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 expect to be served. They bring no real affection. Sure, they Pants can box, which is delightful. But you can't leave them alone. You can't have kids really. You know, I'm sure you throw a ball of yarn, laser beam on the ground. It's cute for 30 seconds, but they're not going to attack any burglars coming in that house. That's for goddamn sure. Dog, I mean, most dogs won't either. They'll just I fucking will. sit there and wag their tail like dumb I assholes. I don't like hang out in kennels with fucking killer, you know, pit bulls waiting to be put on death row. But I've uh, hung out with plenty of dogs where if uh, people walk by the house and my my sister's dog, the most docile, lovable dog, if you're in our family. But if you come to that door and he doesn't know you, it's he gets very much on edge and does not like people unless we give him the high sign that everything is OK. I could Neat. never be on your show, Kev. I'm thinking about I, it now. I don't. Th- I can't. I'm trying to think of movies that I hate, that I don't like, that I think are bad, but none of them fit your criteria. Mm. I mean, you have, you have a lot of problems with people. Like, I just can't think of anything. Like, oh, how do you not hate? Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm a rare bird. Where it's, I have so many films. I have. I'm very opinionated. Surprise. You know, sports and and movies especially. It's like I could rattle off 15 films like this film. These films fucking stink. People are like, I don't know. I just did. Eh, eh. They, they, or, or they'll give me some like shitty, you know, the English patient go. No, 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 no one fucking cares. Stop it. Um, have to hate some stuff that's that's popular or, or, or any of those other ones. See, like, I, mean, I, I, like- I, uh, I don't like Dirty Dancing. We did that on the podcast and believe me, we don't either. But I love Swayze, which you know. I'm a kind of a Swayze stan myself. Which well, do you is, like uh, go? Do you like Ghost? I don't like Ghost. That would qualify. Ghost would qualify. I could, yeah, Ghost. That's the one. 
See, all it takes, and I tell this to everybody, all it takes is a little prodding. We had one, Shannon Hare, who's awesome. Actually, again, she was a producer over at Gas Digital, just did a show down there today. They're awesome. And uh, she did, she took forever. In fact, I really thought she was going to bail because she's getting so flustered and frustrated. (laughs) And she goes, I want to do something horror, but most of these horror films, I'm like, look, I mean, be honest, how many horror films really qualify? Exorcist, The First Nightmare on Elm Street. I even let the first Friday the 13th slide, but she's like, well, I like all of them. And so then she ended up choosing Get Out, which not really horror, but definitely qualifies. People loved it. Uh, I think it hit all three core. I might have won an award. I know it made a shitload of money and people mm-hmm. loved it. So oh, yeah. it, all it takes is just a little like, all right, let's let's ask a few few driving questions. And God damn it. I know we ha- can get there. Have you done The Exorcist on your show? No. I fucking hate The Exorcist. I think it's really? overrated. I think The Exorcist was one of the dumbest things I ever spent money on. I was when they re-released it, I was in I was a senior in high school when they did the re-release. And there was like new footage added and they fucking colored it up, made it look nice. And I remember going to that. My mom was like, you know, you're gonna probably throw up in the theaters and you'll have nightmares forever. And I'm like, I'm 17 years old. I doubt it. I did I never stopped laughing. That's the fun. It's the funniest fucking movie I've ever seen. I think. I think my mom. No, she says this, but it's not true because it came out in seventy five. I was born in seventy six. Um, she goes, I wasn't going to see that with you because she said, but again, she's lying. Not lying purposely, but she said I was too scared to see that in the theater because you were. I was pregnant with you. I go. That's how much of a big hype was made about this film. I go. No, it's. And then you see it like. Ugh. Uh, she I was, she I, masturbates to the crucifix. Yeah, Nightmare in Helm Street and and uh, Halloween blow that away in the scare factor. Blow it away. I would. I would. I. There wasn't a moment of The Exorcist I was scared. There. Laugh there. though. Hol- uproar. I mean, I was. It was fucking hilarious. I don't. I. I mean, something about a little girl diddling herself with a crucifix saying curse words <laughs> like, like what's that's not scary that's fucking hilarious All right yeah I, was, hope, I, I hope somebody saved that sound bite that'll be nice oh yeah when i get canceled in a year well that soon or that late i mean sorry <laughs> that late yeah it'll probably take a week this releases on a yeah give me till sunday afternoon <laughs> man i don't know i don't know anymore yeah, I just uh, it's a very your podcast is fantastic. It's a very unique concept. I, Thank uh, you. It's 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 thought provoking because I the the second I heard about what it was, that's what I did. Is I I sat there like, what fucking movies do I not like enough that I? Uh, I feel like all of the ones that come to my mind immediately are just low hanging fruit ones. Like all of the DC movies, like I could probably do those. Crazy, all pretty yeah. I, we, we, yeah, we even, and and that's, and that's something we don't do. In <laughs> fact, I had Kevin Israel to talk me into letting if baby do Batman versus Superman, because yeah. she worked for geek vibe nations and they're super nerded out. And that's just, she goes, believe me, there are a ton of nerds who love Batman versus Superman on this. And we all know it fucking stinks. Gross. Yeah, right. No. And one other guy just just this week was like, "Oh, let me do Man of Steel." Go, no one fucking likes. Man yeah, of Steel. like there's no Stop there's it. no fun in taking the piss out of <laughs> shitty movies. Right, right. That, that's what had this get made do for years. Ago. 
and you know people well they have their thoughts for about them for whatever reasons but yeah it's and that's what everyone does they'll go on and you see all on twitter i mean on facebook too especially twitter oh i'm doing a film review on uh, eyes wide shut who the fuck cares <laughs> an eyes wide shut war that was 25 fucking no not even i graduated 22 uh, years ago no one fucking cares what you think unless you're on somebody or you're hilarious which is the case 99 percent of the time it's not yeah I, I did what i did with my show it's like listen to get people to listen to about a movie podcast no one cares what two fucking guys and their white guys in their 40s think unless we're funny which we are and b we've got segments and we've got a twist that no one's ever done who is uh, uh was it just an example or is somebody out there really got some some weighty opinions on fucking eyes wide shut? I, I mean, just pulled that out of my ass. Okay, I was gonna say because I want to <laughs> I want to I gotta find these people because no one has strong opinions on eyes wide shut. It's some people hate it. Like, I like it's it. It's a movie. I guess it's I've got no problem with it, but I don't have any opinions that make me go to Twitter. Is what I was getting at. So I was I wanted to find the guy. Who felt that he had to like get it off his chest? <laughs> when you do, the password is Fidelio. Fidelio. I mean, Nicole Kidman's topless in it. That's nice. Yeah, she's she's so under the radar, hot. It's uh, yeah, I agree. And you know, I tell you what, best best acting when uh, Tom Hanks was trying to you know trying to pretend that he was into her. That's some amazing acting right there. Tom Cruise. Sorry, Tom Cruise. You're right, Tom Cruise. I was trying to figure out. See, that's I was trying to figure out what movie that was. <laughs> Turner Tom- and Hooch, guys, 1988. Don't you remember? <laughs> Turner and Hooch. Jesus. No, I don't remember. You know that doesn't ring a bell. I was three. <laughs> I was in junior high, asshole. Speaking of Die Hard, love it. Um. Gosh, dang it. What was No, there was there Kidman and Hanks haven't been in a movie together. Because that was uh that was Meg Ryan, right? Meg Ryan was sleepless in Seattle. Yeah. Huh. Nicole Kidman in her latest HBO show, I think they CGI'd her to I don't think she was ever actually there. She did not look like herself. Mm. Not watched it. I have no comment. The one with uh, Hugh Grant. That's pretty good. Terrible ending. Good until the end. I'll take your word for it. (laughs) Well, there you go. So you're you're a movie. You're not really a. uh, I've I in our interactions in this last year, I've been trying to peg down what movies you definitely don't like. I know I I have figured out that you don't like musicals. I fucking hate them. Yeah. I hate musicals. I will say Dirty Dancing is not because I didn't see it for, until this podcast. Uh, I, I don't want Grease. I didn't see until this podcast. Dirty Dancing. I have not seen until this podcast. And Joanne Noshatinsky also, again, uh, works with Bill Schultz on The Morning Show. Love her to death. She takes great joy in finding films that she knows are, is going to make are going to make me <laughs> nauseous. Like she and I didn't tell and I never and I never <laughs> said a word fucking bitch right out of her mouth oh Greece. i go you gotta be kidding me i go here that's one of five i don't know five films i swore i would never ever watch and now she's making me maybe watch it for the podcast and then she pulls out um silver linings playbook i'm like oh gross and then she did citizen kane before that but i saw that in, uh, in film classes 
yeah, uh, people are just pulling these films out. Like, I go, oh, God, you're making me break my own fucking rule about <laughs> uh, shitty films. On purpose. Just to fuck oh, with yeah, you. Again, and again, Joanne takes great pleasure in making me watch shit that she knows I'm going to hate. Like, Grease was she such, such joy out of that. And I adore her. Grease have is you seen, fucking terrible, though. <laughs> well, yeah. Have you seen Grease 2? Uh, no. And I, I won't. I know you won't. I shan't. I know. I know. That's one of those. See, what sucks is we have, uh, so we have another co-host, Joe, who he would not only watch Grease 2, he would, he would find, die on a hill he would, for it. He would set aside, and I don't know this to be true with this movie's particular, but he would set a time, set aside time to watch it and then tell us that it was actually better than people think it is. And he, but he, Will not watch The Godfather unless someone pays him a thousand dollars. Well, well, hang on, it's an asshole. it's it's, it's <laughs> the trilogy, so it's like three hundred and thirty-three dollars right. and thirty-three right. cents. Correct. Yeah, every three hundred and thirty-three dollars, he'd watch a Godfather movie. But, he's just being—he's just being difficult. That's what it comes oh, down to. Oh yes, no, absolutely. yes, one hundred percent. And and he knows it. Like like he he willfully <laughs> knows it. But if he could get us, you know, a grand for podcast money to do something stupid, then sure, go for it. I guess. Follow but your he heart. Would make a, he would make a cup of coffee and say, "I could, you know what? I could watch The Godfather." And he'd say, "Nope." You know Caddyshack what I will do instead? <laughs> Caddyshack Shack two. Ugh. Electric Boogaloo. It is the worst sequel. It is the worst sequel ever made. And I... And there's one guy, or, or I forgot, I'm sorry, is it Ty Tenenbaum on our Twitter? I love him. He has come up with a formula. And re- taking two ratings, he has, like a, he has like a scientific equation for rating like the differential between uh, the original or the sequel or, or, or something that's so bad. One version version versus another one that's so bad. He has a, a mathematic equation for it. And I think he said Caddyshack was like a minus 17. It's not It's not as simple as Caddyshack for me is fucking, a, a, is a 10. It's my favorite film. And then the sequel is, of course, a zero. It's, there's something in there. There's like a mathematical equation he has in there that's that he explains. It's, it's pretty funny, but it's um, Caddyshack 2. Is uh is funny. I actually well, I, 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 never mind. I'll say that story for off air. That's not. Roddy Dangerfield. I'll tell. You, I will tell you one thing. Reading Roddy Dangerfield's autobiography, he talks about Caddyshack too. They bring them. They bring the script to him in a hotel room. He reads it and goes, "Huh, this is shit," and throws it right in the trash basket, and does not do Caddyshack too because he knows how fucking awful it is. Yeah, and they make it anyway. Of course, they, and they almost didn't, but yeah, they really struggled. I mean, they had to throw a, a boatload of money to get Chevy Chase to do it for just fucking five minutes. Yeah, he's barely in it. No. And then they get Aykroyd to play like... Chevy, oh, sorry, Bill Murray. That's bad. And then, I don't know. It is, it is, they could make a... I would watch a documentary about that. The worst sequel ever. I would watch that. I think that would be very engaging. I had just got done watching uh, Stupid and Feudal Gesture or Feudal and Stupid Gesture with uh, I saw it on Netflix and I've read Will the Forte. Books. Yeah, that's very good. Hey, is, is the book so? You've, is the book worth it? I mean, I, I love I like reading books anyway, but is the book? I love I love all that shit. So I I, I engulf that book in a matter of a day or two, and it's a it's a quick read. 
Okay, fantastic. Yeah, I've, it was a. Uh, it was on my Amazon. That was like things you might also like to buy, and I was like, well, eh, I don't know. But that whole, you know, what luck does that guy have? Make the top two grossing comedies of all time, at the time, anyway. Right, and then of course the guy wrote Caddyshack, and oh god damn it, what else did he write? Um, Kenny. Animal, Animal House. Animal right? House. Animal House. Also the volcano in Hawaii. And Chevy Chase wasn't there. Chevy Chase went back to the hotel to do cocaine. This guy went off and either killed himself or fell in a volcano. They can't, they don't quite know. Well, uh, and what did Harold Ramis, uh, his line, uh, uh, he, he probably fell looking for a place to jump. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just a fantastic line. <laughs> yep. He probably fell looking for a place to jump. Yeah, that whole, uh, that whole nucleus of comedians uh in that day and age is just i mean they taught me how to be funny we have them to blame for you yes it is you definitely you, def- you definitely do you know, did you hear did you see the remake in fletch you know i hate fletch i'm sorry i'm i'm a minority i could give two shits about this and i hate remakes uh, but Fletch stinks. I, I'm sorry. I, I can't. Love, I can't I love get into Fletch. it. I cannot get into Fletch. Chevy Chase is very, very, very hit or miss. I mean, he's great in Caddyshack. Um, I don't remember Spies Like Us at all. I don't. Um, but there are other things. I'm, I'm bl- oh, Vacation, of course, is great. First and the third. The second stinks. But there's just other stuff in there. Just like, eh. Fletch never got. Like, I never like got funny, Fletch. Like Funny Farm saw that in the theater with my with my mom and my brother my dad was out of town on a trip i remember seeing that in the sheep balls part that's the only part of funny farm i remember <laughs> <laughs> then, he has, no, I, then he has other ones like nothing but trouble and other fucking dog shit the invisible man or whatever the fuck that he did it's just nothing he, but trouble with uh that's with dad uh, more and humpty hump yeah that's 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 the chevy chase movie i can never remember no, 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 he wasn't. No one did it at the box office either. So there. But he he was the Invisible Man, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. That's the one I don't. I haven't seen that one in for. I think I've only seen it once, and I I had to have been four. That's an old one. I love Chevy and I love Fletch. I thought Fletch was. I think Fletch is off. Fletch two sucks. I always like I mean, Fletch. Yeah, I. I yeah, I, I Fletch one was not great. I was not seeing Fletch two, and I have no desire to see it. It's just, yeah, not not on my. You're not, so you're not you're not going to the theaters for John Hamm's Fletch. No, no, <laughs> no, just not for not. That's just not for you. I don't do remakes. I the only remake that is amazing, and my and my thing with remakes is is very simple. You should only be allowed to remake films that fucking stink. We don't need, we, we certainly did not need a Robocop reboot. We did not need a Point Break reboot. We did not need a Total Recall reboot. You know why? Because they're all fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. They did, and, they, and I won't watch them. Now, the one reboot they got right, and it is amazing because it followed my principle, is Dread. Because Judge Dredd with Stallone was fucking terrible. This is great. Carl Orban is dread. It's gutty. It's gritty. It's it. It's self-realizing. It just is an hour and a half of shit blowing up, and that's all you want. And it's good. Highly recommend Dread. I can't good. think of another reboot. I mean, unless you want to call the Dark Knight series a reboot, you kind of can maybe because it goes from beginning again to 
And there are maybe it's a different iteration of the, um, you know, what what some of the comics were. But find me a reboot that's good, boys. I'll wait. This whole time I've been thinking of what my answer was going to be, but I keep coming back to the fact that everything, like we're not too far off from a Lord of the Rings reboot or a Harry Potter reboot. Hollywood's got they they're going to milk their fucking sacred cows until. <laughs> And, weren't I mean, they talking until, about rebooting the matrix which is yeah i think one. they are currently rebooting are they rebooting it, it or are they making a, a, a new one coming out it's it's, it's very shot it's coming out next year yeah you're right it's a four yeah, it's not a, yeah. it's not necessarily it's not a reboot it's another one it's a sequel yeah sequel yeah. that's what i meant to say instead of another one i read a re they're doing another well they were supposed to be doing a caddyshack reboot but black caddyshack which that's a recipe for disaster not because it's black because you can't what they did and how they cast it. My wife loves Caddyshack and she loves doing this to me. She go, who would play if they were to reboot it and you had to do it? Who would you have play who? I still Boy. cannot. Think, I still cannot think of anyone to play Rodney. I have two people for other roles and everybody else. I'm still fucked on us on on figuring out. Bradley Cooper can be Ty Webb. That, uh, that, yes. Yes. That, he would do. A, he would do a fine Ty Webb. He would, and that was one. And playing Bill Murray would be Zach Galifianakis. Yes, that's fine. And, or, I, and, I, and I can't get Ted Knight, and I can't get fucking Rodney because the two of them, especially Ted Knight, is so underrated in that fucking film. He steals so many scenes because he's such a straight man. And the Wasp, it's great. And Rodney's fucking Rodney. Rodney's the is tie for first, my favorite comedians of all time. So it's impossible. I don't know who I don't know who you could put in those roles. You can't because whoever's going to do it is just going to end up doing a Rodney impression. Well, and that's what you can't do. Exactly. And it's that role couldn't be you couldn't play it any other way. It would just be wrong. If I were to tell you another reboot, actually, we, when we do our blogs on guttingthesacredcow.com, where you find every single day a new piece of that doesn't happen, movies we've seen, quotes, movie news, or movies that we want to see or sequels that we never asked for, guttingthesacredcow.com, thank you. One of the news pieces I, I pulled out, and I almost fucking threw my 150-euro German Stein against the wall in anger. Ready for this? Naked Gun reboot starring yeah Ed Helms, no Liam Neeson. Oh Liam Neeson. Okay, so it was going to be Ed Helms for a while. I'm glad they backed away from that. I don't want Liam Neeson though as Frank Drebin. I think that's fucking awful. Everywhere I go, something reminds me of her. Yeah, nice Beaver. You can't (laughs) Ed Frank Red Van Ed. Yes, Frank. I know. What now in in the Liam in in the Liam Neeson reboot, who plays Nordberg? It has to be someone currently in the NFL, right? I mean, that's just you got to stick with it. Uh, Nordberg OJ was out of the NFL when that happened, so it was he be, out? Okay, so it could be any ex NFL player. That was '89. He was out of the NFL. I mean, so it could be any ex NFL ex NFL player, or can it be any ex murderer? You know who it could be. You ready? <laughs> I have your answer, Michael Strahan. Yeah. Mike Strahan would be a good Nordberg. Yeah. Yes, he actually was. You might say he's the only one who could do Nordberg. But then uh, he'd end up killing his wife. 
Yeah, yeah. And Ed, too. Well, that's going to be anybody. But I, I don't want that. I don't want that touch. I don't want no. anybody to try. That's Again, so good. They did, they did Point Break and Total Recall and uh, 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 what was the other one I said? Robocop. By the way, two of the three of those film films are Paul Verhoeven films. What's next? Are you going to go after Starship Troopers for the hat trick? Fuck you, people. Uh, that man's a genius. But yeah. it's. A, it's they even they touched. They did Red Dawn, too. They did. A I don't like Red Dawn. Red Dawn. I'm going to come right out and tell you Red Dawn is not that great. This is nostalgia talking from a lot of people. I'm a Swayze guy. He can That's do no wrong. Movie better. Don't. Oh, are you don't, fan of Next of Kin as well? Fuck yeah! Are you fucking kidding me? With a young Ben Stiller. My lord. And a bus full of snakes. I saw it. Roadhouse, I get. Listen, Swayze has his moments. Uh, no, I love. I love me some Swayze. All right. Who would fuck? Are there really a Liam Neeson? Yeah, they're not just yeah. not kicking your fucking nads. That's that's an awful idea. That, I mean, that like uh, like that hurts. And what sucks about it is, I I'll have I will have to see it. I couldn't not. No, you see won't. It. See that you're part of the problem. How about that? You feed this money, they're going to keep doing this. If you do, if you starve a fucking vampire of blood, he will die or night whatever. Um, if you don't see these movies, they won't make them. Dummies I am not. See them, I am not going to change it. Counterpoint: It's a bloated industry that's dying already, and there's nothing that you can do to change it. And it's going to be this hellish way for the rest of our lives. I don't think the movies are dying because there are certain films no, that you have to you move. You, you see the, the, the I think theater. I think production and and stories are dying, and we're going to be in this reboot cycle forever. This is only the beginning, my friend. Uh, our spinoff. Yeah. Welcome to hell. It's not getting any better. Hilarious. I hope not. I, I think they'll. I hope not as well. But I, I don't think it's gonna get any better. I'll pack it up when they bring out Con Air Two. <laughs> oh man, I'm that's, ready. that's when I'm Nara. <laughs> that's when I'm done. Do you think that they'll do it in Con Air? Was that that was Nicholas Cage, right? That was Nick Cage. Yeah. No, don't so are we gonna do it? Well, okay, yeah, fair. Okay, so are we going to redo it in Nick Cage's lifetime so he gets the shot at, you know, reprising the role? Or who is the up-and-coming actor that you would like to see replace Nick Cage in Con Air 2? Dave Franco. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. James Franco, his brother. Oh, no, he's rapey now. We don't give him work. What do you mean now? He's always, apparently he's okay. been <laughs> apparently is now in the light of being a rapey but <laughs> What do you mean now? Sure. Yes. Very <laughs> well pointed. <laughs> oh, so what I like Kev, what I like to do a lot of times when I'm recording the show is I, I go to HBO and I find the worst show I could find and I watch it. It puts me in a really dark mood. We're gonna watch some birds. Of, we're gonna watch some birds of prey and the fantabulous exorcism or whatever it is of uh, one Harley Quinn. That's Film is movie. trash. <laughs> Total trash. Not good. 
people some people tried defending it. Go, nope, nope, this is a bad idea. Not a good idea. Oh, it's, oh, it's a terrible movie. I think it's fun, but it is a terrible, terrible movie. There's not How do you think it's fun? Nothing happens until the last twenty fucking minutes when they finally become the uh birds of prey. And it's great. It's not great. Let's not go that far. Marvelous even. Mm. Do you think no, that was that was definitely going too far. <laughs> it's just I'm watching it. And it's I don't know. It's not good. What is it needed more hyena time? I think if they would have spent like another five to twenty minutes on the hyenas, I think five would have been five, five to, to 20. twenty minutes. What do you think? Could have, have, what do you I think about Disney? With, I could have done with the hyenas being like a significant B plot in the movie doing whatever, just big ass hyena things. Even if they weren't even like related to the story at all. And it's just two hyenas walking around the city for whatever reason, just doing hyena shit would have made the movie probably 10 times better. And don't even remember what you're talking about. Say hyena stuff. And more roller derby. What, uh, Kev, do you do you? What's your take on Disney just making live version of all their uh, animated versions? Is that considered a remake? Them. Is that considered a remake? Of course it is. I mean, it's just the live version of Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin. I, I don't care. I, and they're I, all I just, shot for shot. Like it's not even it's not even like a new interpretation. It's shot for shot, I, line for line, step by step. Just a live action version of the animated movie. Hence why I say it's a remake. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, no, won't watch them. Don't care. Um, I'm going to go on. A, actually, I may go on a limb and annoy people with this. I, I, I have now seen Disney or Pixar's first worst film, and that's. Uh, God, I'm blanking. Luca, that's not good. It's not. You didn't like Luca? No, I, I, I have to be fair. I haven't finished it yet. About halfway through, I was watching with my niece, and my nephew. And they were getting bored, and I would go, man, this this was a short, and they decided to make a film out of it, but now we know why they did not put this in the theater. Uh, it, th- there's no charm, there's no appeal, there's nothing memorable about it. My thing is this, and I haven't been there, I'm just going to talk out of my ass, and then maybe this is the case, but I'm willing to bet if you go to Disney World right now, are you going to see Lucas shit all over the fucking park? No. That's no. my guess. I could be wrong. I haven't been there. That's my guess. And if Disney's not throwing it out there and throwing your face every five fucking steps, ain't shit. And again, if they didn't put it in, if they didn't say, you know what, we got a Pixar movie and that shit is always cash in the bank and we're going to throw it in the theater because everything's opening up now, that's not a good sign. Yeah, but Disney pulled the trigger on putting anything in the theater again yet. Like Black Widow re released or finally released and that didn't go to theaters, did it? Yes, theaters. Theaters. It comes, oh, it comes out Friday. Okay. It comes out Friday. It's oh. theaters and uh, and uh, in home uh, premiere access. Sure. Well, well, Raya and the whatever the magic whatever blah blah blah. They did that. Um, and what was the other one? Onward. Well, that was during the pandemic, so we're not going to count that. I think that might have come out right when the pandemic hit. Yeah, so. that was early. That was like uh, May. Yeah. I think it got a little bit of screen time in the, or maybe not. No, maybe not. I don't know if it did or not. Okay, never mind. But yeah, I just don't, it didn't, Luca did not grab me. It's, 
I, I just re- uh, watched Inside Out the other day. I go, this is good. It's not Toy Story or Incredibles good, but it's good. Enjoyable. You get a little uh, misty in there in one part. But yeah, I just Luca didn't grab me. Wasn't, wasn't crazy about it. So I'm glad I didn't go there. And, I, and listen, Pixar has earned my $15 every single time, pretty much. So glad it, I not Inside Out, Rob. Yeah. We were talking about that this morning. It's called Inside Out, not Inside. I forgot the out word at the end. Yeah, Pixar, Pixar, has earned, Pixar has earned our trust. Of course they have. I used yeah. to say the same thing about Christopher Nolan until he made about three or four bad ones in a row, and now he's not earned my money. So Yeah, what now. was the shitty one before Tenet? I didn't even bother seeing Tenet. But what, Dunkirk? There was, mm, Dunkirk. No, Dunkirk wasn't the one that I was thinking of, because wasn't that Interstellar the one that had before, like, Interstellar was before that. Mm, okay, maybe then I'm not thinking of... Uh, then it was Inception before that. Man, I could have swore that there was another. I, I must be supplementing somebody else's shitty movie and attributing it to Nolan. <laughs> uh, no, I thought Dunkirk was fine. I liked. I mean, it, I thought it was fine, and I thought that it had some cool cinematography. Like that big ass tracking shot was fucking incredible. But, um, but uh, yeah, no, I didn't bother with Tenet. It, I was, it just didn't seem good. I didn't like the uh, concept. Ni- nineteen seventeen was Mendez. That wasn't Nolan. Yeah. Um, I fucking love Interstellar. I thought Interstellar was great. So it's terrible. Yeah, fuck off. You got shitty Idiot. opinions. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> it, we, we did it. We did on the and, and, and once again back to the podcast for a second. We did it, and unbeknownst to us, the girl who picked it is a goddamn physicist. So she knew she was going from like science standpoint, this all doesn't happen. And there's one part where I, I, she had it in my, my, I had my notes, but she got it out first. We, we always let her guests go first. He goes, Matthew McConaughey is on that planet. And he goes, what's the atmosphere? Oh, it's, it's ammonia. Oh, we can breathe that. I go, no, you cannot breathe ammonia. It's poison. One of the many problems. And when that fucking robot gets more screen time and more laughs than anything else, that's when you have a problem. And that shit ragged. Hated the theater. Hated on the rewatch. It was not good. It was the second best in theater experience of my life. Were you getting blown during that one? Is that why? No. This was, uh, and I've t- we've talked about it on the show here before. I, I watched it in Madison, Wisconsin at a Sundance theater. I had a uh, prime rib steak sandwich, uh, saltwater taffy, uh, four PBRs, and two glasses of red wine with an old couple that was also there. And uh, uh, it was just, it was simply wonderful. We were the yeah, only three in the theater. Who made it so good? The fucking film. And stuff. If you're just sitting with a bucket <laughs> of popcorn, you would go, ah, it's a six, maybe. I'm just, it, yeah, probably. But the, ex, the in-theater experience, fantastic. Cool. So then maybe then when they do the reboot of Howard the Duck, you go get another prime rib sandwich and two glasses of wine. You go, you know what? It's a three for me now. Not a negative one like it should be. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what, though? I, I, Marvel has also earned my trust. I would watch the Howard the Duck movie, probably. I would not. And Marvel, not all of them are winners. Most of them are. Very much Most. so. Most of them uh, are, Thor two, are winners. Thor 1 is boring. Thor 2 is an abortion. Guardians of the Galaxy, I'm not crazy about the first one, but the second one fucking sucks. I'm not going to let anyone try and 
argue that point. That one film stinks. And uh, Ant Man Two, nothing special. I liked Ant Man Two more than I liked the first Ant Man. Been crazy about Ant Man the first one. So again, they're, they've. Are monsters with the last two Avenger films. We all know that Ragnarok is fucking gold. Uh, if we're going to count the X Men, I'm going to count First Class in there as well as, of course, Days of Future Past. And uh, God damn it, I'm blanking. Black Panther Boy, was okay, decent. As great. New Mutants. What's that? Just fizzled. What was that? The 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 New Mutants that they had out. That, has anybody even that seen it? Fucking awful. Pathetic. And the last two X-Men films were, were whale abortions. Now, Tenet is on my TV right now. I, we, Terrible. I wasn't going to oh, watch it. Oh, you brought up Christopher Nolan. It's the worst Nolan film. I, uh, I've never it. seen it. Are you, it it's, uh, the sound is off. It looks fantastic. It does. Uh, he makes beautiful pictures. That's all yeah. you, you And you could say it for every single one of his films, and I'm fine with that. But you can ask Kevin Israel when we were watching the preview when we were doing our show in the studio together ago. Eh, not grabbing me, but I'll get my money. It's not grabbing me. On opening day, and I was like, boy. Yeah. And then listen, this is one of the few times I walked out of the theater feeling, feeling like a dummy. I go, man, I, I'm not. I don't get it. <laughs> I, I just I, don't get it. And put it together. And then when I Googled it for the, I go, okay, I'm going to bite the bullet and Google and swallow my pride. I go, who gives a shit? The fucking explanation, like, ugh, that's it? Ugh. Yeah, I, uh, somebody whose opinions I trust when it comes to movies said, like, just watch it, like, you need to watch it, like, three or four times, then you'll get it. And I'm like, if I have to watch a movie, if I gotta watch a movie four times to get the plot, you need to do a better job explaining the plot. Yeah. I I shouldn't have to watch times. The payoff is not worth it, what I read, and I don't ever plan on watching it again, and you're just like, cares who fucking cares this is my this is my first go at it and i have no sound which is gonna make it a lot harder to figure out it seems to me like there uh there's a terrorist attack in uh oh everybody's asleep i don't know what that means but uh huh tenant okay that's the word they use is the they said that and i forgot what it even fucking means too. tenant but he goes that's like the key word they use when something's about to happen is this uh denzel washington's son yes it is Mm. <laughs> you sound like Patty and Selma from The Simpsons. Mm. <laughs> does, it, does he? Uh, is he just Denzel Washington light? If you ever watched Ballers, a show on HBO, it, which which I call it watered down entourage. Okay. <laughs> that he's fine because he just plays a football player, which actually he was a football player and got his knee blown out. Um, I don't remember his performance being as bad as a lot of people said it was in Tenet. Ballers, like I said, he's fine. He's just, you know, it, it, that's just cotton candy. And I'm here to, you know, I don't know sure. why. Like, that show is not that, was not that good. It had a few moments, then it got off the rails the last two, two seasons. And Jesus Christ. Yeah, it, it's, it's watered down, much worse entourage. But it, yeah. I, I don't know if I can say it was a performance or bad. I just remember being very deeply disappointed, my gut being right on, as well as I feel stupid walking out because I didn't pick up every nuance and 
Oh, fuck. Most of the, the main nuances. And then we'll Google and go, yeah. Oh, not worth the, uh, the time. I'll pass. You're right. It's on HBO nonstop. And I have HBO go, eh, nope. <laughs> I, I told myself I need to just I need to sit down and watch it, but I never got around to it. And now you're making me. Oh, look! There's a bomb. This is neat. Like you said, <laughs> oh, he makes an airplane hangar. Yeah, they do the whole thing, and that's the whole part. And they're gonna go back in reverse time. And oh, oh, it's a time travel movie. Yeah, I can explain oh. the Matrix. I can explain time travel and Back to the Future. I can't explain this, and I can't explain Inception. The dream within the dream, all that stuff. Okay, fine. But then the whole point of that one was, of course, hey, it's a goddamn bank heist. But they lost track of that after the first 20 minutes, if you don't remember that part of Inception. I mean, if I had to be on board, and then, then that's one thing that Endgame kind of fucks up a little bit. We actually had a guy come on our podcast and do Endgame. And that was one of his major types was that the time travel component was pure horse shit for Endgame. Well, in the I don't know if you were watching any of the uh, Loki TV show. I am but, not uh, because I don't. I just don't care. I I liked WandaVision. I was bored with Falcon Winter Soldier, and with Loki, I just don't care. And a lot of people, I finally saw my first positive review on Facebook from a uh, from a guy I know. Everyone else is like, it's just ugh. Oh no, I'm not. The last two episodes have been. I thought they've been fantastic, but they're. Their explanation of time travel in Endgame was basically, um, yeah, because the whole thing is that uh, Loki is uh, he's broken free from the approved timeline, and so he's gonna get like cold, so the approved timeline stays in one place. And when asked about the Avengers in Endgame, they said, like, oh, yeah, we approve that, and so that's it. That was the end of it. Even though they broke all the sorts of time laws, they just said they were supposed to. And so it just wiped away any... The, the Avengers caused no sorts of time problems in the universe. Kind of a fucking cheap way to get out of it. I thought. It is awfully hand-wavy. It's very hand-wavy. Look at this. Not a problem. <laughs> I am the captain yeah. now. So now you're pretty much just watching yourself get talked out of fucking watching this. Then is what it sounds like, correct? Tenant. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, like uh, suddenly right now they're. Uh, um, I just watched a bullet hole get filled back in, so that was kind of neat. And now they're getting beat up at a train station or something. So, it is interesting. I do this a lot, and I think it would be a, a fun thing to do. Um, movies with uh, no context or sound. Just to see if it would, <laughs> to see if you could figure out what the plot of the fucking movie is, because imagine watching uh, Inception with no sound, and having no idea what the movie's about. And Hans Zimmer's scores are very grand and in and, and big in scale, and uh, it takes a lot to do. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's got to be a weird watch without having. Or uh, speaking of Nick Cage, like uh, Mandy, which I fucking love. If yeah. you couldn't hear. If there was no sound watching Mandy, fucking, it's just a fever dream at that point. And you don't even know if you actually watched it or if you were in a coma. I don't know if it's less of a fever dream with sound, but that's probably true. Great score, though. Johan Johansson. Oh, yeah. Very fantastic. Big fan. Saw Mandy. I was like, it's, it's fine. I was, everyone's like, oh, it's such a great thing. It was good. I'm not going to go watch it again. And. 
like, all right, good. It's it's part of this weird, like, uh, Nick Cage pseudo renaissance, though, that I fucking love. Uh, Mandy, Nick Cage bought a castle, and now he's a hundred million dollars in debt, and has to do every fucking and film. has to do every fucking film, no matter what it is, he has to do it. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes, which is why he's doing like uh, five, like five minutes at Freddy's or whatever the fuck that movie is that's coming out, where he has to fight like demented Chuck E. Cheese characters. I don't even know what you're talking about, but okay. Oh, uh, but you do. Even if I made it up, you just accepted it as truth, <laughs> because that's what Nick Cage does. Yeah, I mean, I've been, I couldn't. I mean, what did I watch not long ago? I saw it in the theater. It was terrible, and I watched it again and go, "Yep, I'm right." Snake Eyes. You ever see that one? And Gary yeah. Oh yeah. Bad. <laughs> it's real bad. <laughs> it is real bad. <laughs> oh fuck. Well, at the end of our show, we we do this thing, uh, talk about what we've been geeking on this week. So the thing that you've been into this week. So as our guest, you get the choice to go either first or last. Go last, because I don't I think mine are not gonna be anything special. Mine are more nostalgic. We'll see why in a second. Go ahead. So, Rob, what are you geeking on this week? Um, so, two things. One, uh, my Warhammer miniatures are finally getting in. So, I'm excited to get those and start uh, diving into that shit. Uh, pretty, pretty hype there. Secondly, um, Bo Burnham's Inside on Netflix, which is a comedy special, not the insides of Bo Burnham. Um, it is really fucking good. It is pretty musical. So if you don't like musicals, it might not be up your alley, but, uh, it is incredibly depressing and, uh, well-written and funny and witty and just all of the things that Bo Burnham brings to the table. And I think it's very, very well done. Watched it. And I turned it the fuck off because there aren't any jokes in it. It's songs. It's met. It's it's very smart. It's been met in a lot of senses. But I, when mm-hmm. I want to watch a special, I want jokes. I want cutesy poo, whimsical fucking. We're in a pandemic. And now I made a song. And now I made a song. And now I made a song. Oh, no, not not uh, different. Unique. Absolutely. Funny. I thought it was very good. And it is funny. Absolutely. It's fucking funny. I couldn't find a I couldn't find a laugh in the first 15 minutes. And I fast forwarded a few more, a little bit, three different times, and go, I'm done. That's it. I tapped out. Mm, neat. Uh, Ryan, what about you? <laughs> <laughs> I am. Uh, uh, so tomorrow starts the state all star tournament. Um, my 12U team is looking really good, but all the teams should be looking really good at this point. They're all stars. So. Baseball is coming to an end. Uh, I've been doing that a lot lately. But I, I am in this sweet spot with my wife, wherein we both like the TV show we're watching currently, um, which, is, which is fantastic. Um, Billions, which is on Amazon Prime. It's a Showtime show. Uh, Damian okay. Lewis, Paul Giamatti. It is fucking fire. And uh, when the fuck are they starting the new season? Because I've I've been on since Jump. Oh, I've I've not been like I said since day one. I've been on it, and I'm waiting. Are they when they announcing that's going to restart? I have no idea. 
I, I just so I I never had Showtime, and I don't know if I just never saw it on Prime or if it's new to Prime or what. But we we were like, hey, let's give it a let's give it a thing. I love Giamatti. Um, uh, Maggie Siff, who was on Sons of Anarchy, is fantastic. Malin Ackerman, who is fantastic. Um, and I, I watched one episode and was like, this is my jam. And it took a little bit longer for my wife to say, okay, I'm, you know, I'm not just sitting on the couch while you watch a show. I've put my phone down and I'm also watching it, but we, uh, we just finished, we just started season two last night. So yeah, fuck it. Rob, I think you would dig it. It's a whole lot of, uh, political machinations and back and forth, uh, like one guy fucking one guy over who fucks the next guy over. It's really good. I think you, I think you dig it. Yes. So, and he's like a Giuliani kind of guy, like a Giuliani kind of, cause he's also a prosecutor in New York. Is that Giuliani kind of feel to him? I think. Mm -hmm. And, uh, well, especially because you know that you, you, you know that Rudy Giuliani loves to get pissed on. Oh yeah. That's a science fact. Yeah, that's that is that is fact. He loves being pissed on. So yeah, billions. I am really liking billions. It's uh, it's it's come home from practice, feed the kids, put the kids to bed, turn billions on. So Kev, what about you? What are you geeking on this week? Oh God, I, this is the first summer, and I don't know ever where I don't have one film circled on my calendar. And that's bad because last year we got fucked because of the pandemic. They're like, all right, we're going to hold over everything. Even now there's nothing coming out this summer. I'm like, can't wait for it. Like they're doing a snake eyes movie. Ah, I don't know. The GI Joe movies have been burned, burned so badly. They were so fucking awful. I love GI Joe cartoon. I'm actually watching it on, on DVR. Now it's on like some kind of weird channel. Just, I get, I don't know, four or five episodes and burn them out. So there's nothing right now. Like I'm the, the, the first film that's coming out. I think it's in, uh, God, I think it's, Oh yeah. It's coming out my, right on my birthday. The new bond film. Like that's the only thing I'm like, all right, cool. I love bond. You know, the bond films, every other one is bad. The last one was bad. I go, well, Law of Averages, this one's going to be good. The one film that was coming out, I got so pissed that they fucking booted to next year. Is I fucking love this series, Mission Impossible. I can't wait for that new one because Fallout was so good. The last three, Ghost Protocol, and I'm missing, I forgot the other one, and Fallout are fucking amazing. Goddamn Tom Cruise is, listen, we all know that Daniel Day-Lewis is the best actor our time, even period. Tom Cruise is the most entertaining actor of all time. Fucking full stop, period. The man bats 750 in my book. How many bad Tom Cruise films are there are far outweighed by the number of good ones. I don't know what to think about Top Gun 2. Eh, we'll see. But motherfucker, do I love me some Mission Impossible. And it's sad because, like I said, they kicked, they kept uh, Top Gun 2 for Christmas and then they punched... Uh, Impossible to next year. Like, why don't I just kick Top Gun too? But man, I, I can't wait for that Mission Impossible. But yeah, the ne- the thing I want to see next, really the only thing I'm I'm looking forward to is that is uh, is is the next Bond film. Hopefully it's good because the last one really sucked. Mission Impossible Two, is that the one that starts with like the free climb, and then they send them That's- like a sunglass rocket? 
Who did that. that one? You hate what's that? Fuck. You like you like the... Fuck that. That's that that is it's been five minutes. I can turn it off now. I look, I look, I get it why people don't like that. Am I going to die on the hill for that one? I am not. I like it. <laughs> I do like that one. I don't I, again I get all the arguments. By the way, fun fact, did you know DeGray Scott, the bad guy in that guy in that film? Yeah. He was supposed to be Wolverine. But did he not was supposed do it to be Wolverine. Because he was supposed to, because he was filming MI2, he uh, did not do it. And where has he been since? Ooh. Yeah, Dougray, he was actually, uh, like, he was locked in, wasn't he? He was the guy. Uh, yeah. And it, couldn't read, couldn't adjust the time, the, the shoot dates. And instead on that doing changes it, history. What's that? That changes some cinema history there. I mean, that's, uh, you know, it wouldn't be huge Jackman. I mean, there's out there like oh, again will smith was going to be neo yeah. out, alone was going to be uh axel foley oj was going to be the terminator i mean the list goes on i i love the reason that oj wasn't the terminator though was it not the murder was. no because <laughs> it wasn't the murder it was because uh, uh cameron didn't think that he would be believable as a like a rampaging yeah. murderer that is the wrong delightful. <laughs> that's like that's one of my favorite things ever and then he killed his wife and a jewish waiter <laughs> I, like, I can do the, the jewish waiter part that's funny <laughs> that's a uh i i might have i might have stole that from norm mcdonald i don't know see norm doing that well you know she got killed by a guy who's a, and a jewish waiter <laughs> fucking love norm that sat one row in front of him on the way back from the grand from cayman islands uh two years ago him and neilan were sitting together and i was blowing a load of my pants because you hear that voice you go no i turn around and go holy shit him and neilan yeah, because they did a gig in the Caymans there. It was like a music festival and comedy. They were both doing comedy there, obviously. And as soon as they got off the plane, like, again, I kind of, I go, I'm, I have to stop them. I go, guys, I just want to tell you, you're the two best weekend update anchors there ever has been or ever will be. And uh, yeah, oh, that's great. And we talked, we talked some stuff about, like, I'm become a comic. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're a comedian. Hey, Kevin, you're in the city, huh? No kidding. But, yeah, I do a show on Amazon. <laughs> show on Amazon. Wow, that's really cool. And got a picture with them. So it's, uh, yeah, I ran into those guys in the plane. I don't usually <laughs> being in New York, you see people, you go, like, all right, whatever. Like there are very few people I would sure. stop. Those guys, I'm like, I'm fucking stopping those guys, you know. So. There's an episode of David Spade's show where he has uh he's got Neilan and Norm and Dennis Miller on as his guests. And they just they don't let Spade get a fucking he'll get halfway through a joke and they'll jump in and ruin it. Or like, just give him the piss. It is. It's wonderful. They treat him like shit. <laughs> there is. I mean, he was then, almost. Uh, he was the star of Police Academy for Citizens on Patrol, uh, Spain. We all know that, right? Of course. <laughs> they, uh, Neilan's, my favorite Kevin Neilan Norm Macdonald story. Neilan picked him up to take him golfing, and they kind of partied a little bit the night before, and then. He was, uh, it was 
you know, 15 minutes before their tea time and Norm wasn't there. So Kevin went to his hotel room, knocked on the door, nothing, Norm never answered. So Nealon played nine holes. And then at the turn, he went in to go get, you know, a drink or whatever. And uh, Norm was there at the bar and he was like, Norm, what, where were you? We've already played nine. You know, we drove all the way up to, you know, Northern California to golf. And how do you miss nine holes? And he says, uh, I forgot my shoes. oh shit well kev uh before we sign off man let let everybody who listens to our show know where they can start listening to your show you can find me putting uh well kevingoatee.com of course and kevinisrael.com i'll plug my co-host because he does the same for me and guttingthesacredcow.com. That's guttingthesacredcow.com. You can find us on every single podcast platform imaginable. You can find us, but more importantly, YouTube. Do us a favor. Just go to YouTube, type in Gutting the Sacred Cow, subscribe to us. And if you want to, turn off the notifications. Why? Because we're getting closer to the monetization. We need more people to subscri- subscribe. So, again, check us out on there. If you want to watch us there, great. If not, just subscribe, but turn off the notifications, not offended. If you can, if you like our podcast, again, we invite our guests to pick a film that they hate or find overrated. But again, the film they choose can't be a piece of shit. I mean, one that's uh, beloved, financially successful, or critically acclaimed, and try and convince us to see their arguments. Uh, you know, we do it every week, and uh, that we're the best damn movie podcast there is that you've not heard of yet. Go on guttingthesacredcow.com, click whatever platform you're on. You do that. Just give us a five-star rating, a two- or three-sentence review. That shit helps, believe it or not. If you want to drop by, say hi. Guttingthesacredcow at gmail.com. Or if you want to advertise with us, the same address. And, of course, the socials, ETSC Podcast on Twitter, Gutting the Sacred Cow on all other platforms. And, uh, you, were, you, you were able to find us in the clubhouse rooms and sometimes Ryan coming in and hanging out with us, but that ship has long set sailed. It is, it is sailed. Chat. It, it has failed. Uh, good happy, times, boy. though. I was good, good times. I mean, it was a good little hangout last week up in uh, with McCready. So that was uh, fun. Yeah, that looked like uh, what a place, what a pad. Uh, do you know who owned that pad before they? Uh, well, a few people removed. Penny Marshall. Penny Marshall. Yeah, yeah, pretty damn cool. Real fun. Uh, well, it was it was sad to miss it, but uh, it's a it's a thirteen hour drive, <laughs> or a two hour flight, <laughs> or a two, that is that true. Is true. A two hour flight. If you liked uh, what you uh, what you just listened to, if you like our show, you can go to the uh, Purple Podcast icon on your phone. You can go to Apple Podcast, give us a five star review, and say whatever the fuck you want because it doesn't matter. Um, leave anything. Um, I'm still waiting on. Uh, Jeff Cino's comment, but you know, she's slow. It'll happen eventually. <laughs> if you want uh, uh, to reach out to other places, you can find us on the Twitter machine or Facebook. All you have to do is search Geekcast Live, or you can check out our website at violentpress.com. Did you make that website, Rob? I made that website. Cool. Uh, I can't remember our Patreon link. Uh, I think it's patreon.com Patreon. slash geekcast live. Yep. That might be it. That's uh, the and one. then you can get 
you can get merch, you can get shower curtains, you can get skateboards, leggings, coffee mugs, gcl.threadless.com. gcl.threadless.com. Can you get autographed Daryl Strawberry shower curtain earrings like in planes, trains, and automobiles? Mm, yes. We, we yeah, I'm going to say yes. I'm pretty sure oh, we can make oh, that happen. Oh, oh, oh my God, we missed that one. They're rebooting planes, trains, and automobiles with Kevin Hart and fucking Will Smith. Uh, yeah, that, that's, that's real. That's real. Real life facts. Boy, really, leave, really, really ending the show with some terrible news. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That was, uh... <laughs> Fucking hey, what a what some terrible casting too. Yeah, <sighs> nothing but reboots. Two thousand years, two thousand years reboots. Let's go. Bye. Call your call your grandparents. Hey, everybody! As always, we want to give a special shout out and extra thanks to all of our Patreon supporters, backers, friends, family, the people that prop up this monster. Uh, you know who you are, but we want to give you a shout out anyway. Our boy Sam Ulstercaster, uh, old Popcap Williams, Danger Johnson, Dave the Fish, a man fans, a man Rondo. Brandon Rust, Kelly Shuttlewood, uh, the Poly Nerds, Lada Bartova, Mungo Jerry, the K-Man, Jesse G. Letourneau, all of our friends, Dave Chappelle, not that Dave Chappelle, 1P, 1L, uh, Blaster Man Rodriguez, Three Finger Emily, um, who else we got? Somebody said, well, yeah, old Blimpy, Clamperman, coming in hot, hot route. Thanks to all you guys and more. We appreciate it. Uh, we couldn't do this uh, C-graded product without you. Thanks so much. Grab Peppy G. Snarkle Flap. And the Hoosie.